Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Huttle. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. During vacation time, millions of people enjoy the mountains and woodlands on hiking, camping, and fishing trips. And of course, the more people there are in the forests, the greater the danger of fire. Each year, forest fires take a tragic toll. But the fight against forest fires can be won if each of us will take common sense precautions. Because of public interest, the number of forest fires has been reduced, thus saving lives, property, water supplies, wildlife, and timber. Join in the fight against carelessness. When in or near a forest, be sure to crush out cigarette, cigar, and pipe ashes. Break matches in two after using. Drown all campfires, then stir and drown again. Find out the law before using fire. Remember, one moment of carelessness can destroy national beauty and wealth that can never be replaced. Forest fires have been called America's most shameful waste because they can be prevented. Don't fail to do your part in preventing them. Don't be guilty of starting one. Friday night, Mr. McGee, Dr. Gamble, and the old-timer flew out of Wistful Vista on a prospecting trip for uranium. They're in Moab, Utah this afternoon, all ready to drive into the desert with their Geiger counter to search for the old-timer's old gold diggings. Thanks for the lunch, Doc. Give me that sleeping bag, Johnny. I'll stuff it in the trunk here. Yeah, I got it. Here, shove the rest of this equipment in the back seat there. Get it in there. There. Gee, it's a busy place here. The man I rented this car from said it's been going on like this for a year. Yep, reminds me of when I was in the gold rush back in California. The gold rush? That was in 1849, 105 years ago, old-timer. How could you have been in that? Well, I wasn't in as big a rush as them other gold rushers, so I come late, about 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) Must have missed all the gold, didn't you? Oh, I wasn't greedy. I looked around California a while, and then I come on up here. Well, I'm not greedy either, but... Let's get going. How's about heading out of town and finding ourselves a few million dollars worth of uranium ore? Everything's checked. Our car full of gas, water and oil, plenty of supplies. By George, this will be a regular vacation. Yeah, and any time I can come back from a vacation like this, Rich, like I sure gonna... hope the old timer can lead us to the spot where he picked up that uranium-loaded hunk of rock he carried. I can show you, Doc. I'll find it. Now you sit in the back, Doc. Okay. I'll drive. Old timer, you ride up front and show me where to go. Right. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, just imagine. That piece of rock is still shooting off uranium rays after 50 years in the old-timer's pocket, Doc. <laughs> no wonder it hasn't petrified him. That's it! That's what done it. All along, I've been thinking it was old age creeping up on me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Johnny. Head the car that away. Glad to get out in the open country. Yeah, it's sure pretty around here. Yep. Them's the last Al Mountains over the east there. You sure you got us headed in the right direction? Well, now, let me see, Johnny. Things have changed right around here in 50 years. Can't recollect seeing that tractor agency there. Well, since there weren't any tractors then, I'm not surprised you don't remember it. Uh, that mountain was over there all right, but I don't recall passing this sky-high double-dip ice cream cone joint to the left here. That's a mirage. Are we headed right? <laughs> 
Concentrate, old-timer. Which way did you travel when you left Moab and found that unlucky piece of yours, the one loaded with uranium? Well, now, let me think. I mind I was with William Jennings Bryan on that trip. William Jennings Bryan, the statesman? Nope. William Jennings Bryan, the burro. Burro? Burro. Donkey. Jackass. All right, all right. Can't a guy ask a simple question without you insulting me? He was named for the statesman, though. Fine burro, William Jennings Bryan was. Me and him had many happy time together. Started out on this trip together 50 years ago. But I mind I finished up the trip alone, as I recall. What happened to him? Who, Johnny? William Jennings Bryan. Oh, didn't you hear? He run for president. Never made it, though. No, no, not him. Your donkey, your bureau. Oh, that one. Oh, let me see. Did he run for Congress? No, that was another friend of mine. <laughs> Funny, I can't seem to remember what happened to that burro. Ah, for Pete's sake, forget about that and concentrate on whether we're headed right, will you? Look, old-timer, there's the LaSalle Mountains off to the left and some big red bluffs off to the right and the town of Moab behind us. You know where we are now? I got it. Yep. Yes, sir, I got it. Good. There's a fork in the road up there. Which way do we go? Right back to Moab, Johnny. I left my hat on the lunch counter. You sure we're on the right road this time? Absolutely, Doc. Just as sure as two and three makes four. Oh, fine. Keep an eye peeled, though. We turn left up the road a piece. Offer a piece. Oh, about two whoops and a holler. What a peachy scientific expedition this is. Two whoops and a holler. If by burro, it's twelve wheezes and a grunt. Say, speaking of burros, whatever become of William Jennings? How do I know? I'm driving. You mean you burrow? Do you miss him? Not with you fellas along, I don't. Gee, thanks. He was mighty companionable, though. Till the morning, I fed him one of my flap cakes. <laughs> That burro hit into that flap cake and... Hold it! Slow down! Stop the car! Ah, what is it? What's the matter? Sign up there. Pointing that away. See it? Let's see. Grand Canyon of Utah, 45 miles. Grand Canyon of Utah? I didn't know they had one. Yep. About a mile deep and wider and wider than the other one in Arizona. I never heard of it. We turn this way, huh? Yep. Start climbing across that mountain range, Johnny. Oh, you sure this? Oh, uh, it's all coming back to me now. It's over near the Grand Canyon. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. So dependable, A, as dependable as can be. That's why every year more people buy RCA Victor than any other TV for dependability. Right now, the motto at your RCA Victor dealer is look, listen, and save. Look at the brand new collection of the most beautiful sets in TV land. Look at the new all-clear picture with a 212% improvement in picture contrast. Listen to famous Golden Throat Fidelity Sound, the richest sound ever heard on TV. Save on the lowest prices in RCA Victor history. It's dependable, C. so dependable, A. As dependable as can be, that's why every year more people buy RCA Victor than any other TV for dependability. Remember the world's best names for quality, RCA and RCA Victor.
are low. And the flickering shadows softly come and go. Whoa, a minute. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Old timer, are you sure this is the right way? Looks like the hind end of the world. Yep. That means we're getting close, kids. And I'm getting hungry. How about pulling up to the side of the road and pitching camp? Why, it's a shank of the afternoon, Doc. Sun ain't been down more than an hour. Better turn your lights on, McGee. Yeah, my gosh, it gets dark all at once up here. Yeah. Oh, boy, look at that road, Doc. Straight up. Oh, turn them off again. I can't look. Watch the gully. I see it. My gosh, this is murder. I feel like a motorman on a roller coaster that's gone bazook. You mean mazurka, son. I do not. Mazurka's a dance. The word is berserk. Berserk? Whoever heard of a dance called berserk? I didn't say a dance. You said the roller coaster went bazook. The word's berserk. That's what happens to elephants when they go mad. Yeah, Johnny. They blow their bazookas. Right, Doc? Right. Oh, no. Watch it, McGee. Watch where you're going. Oh, relax, Fatso. I see that bridge up ahead. I know you see it, but don't cross it till you get to it. The way you're talking, anybody think I just learned how to drive? The way you're driving, anybody think you never learned? By George, that did it. That did it. Now, what are you stopping for? I'm going to let the expert drive a while. Come on, crawl under the wheel, Lord Bucket. Right. I'll sit in the back and holler, Watch the curve, Doc. Give it the gas. Look out for the gully. Brakes, Doc. Brakes. Speed up. Slow down. Come on. Get in there and drive. Watch it, Doc. Slow down. Oh, pipe down. I don't know where we're headed for, but we should have been there hours ago. I must have taken a wrong turn someplace. I think we're lost. What do you think, old-timer? Too dark to tell if we're lost or not, Johnny. Well, I'm going to slow down, and the first wide space in the road will make camp. Good idea. I'm so hungry I could eat the floor mat. Raw. No need to do that, Johnny. I'll fix us some of my famous flat cakes. They taste about the same anyhow. <laughs> I remember feeding them to our burro. Wish I could remember what become of that burro. Yeah, so do I, because the subject is becoming mighty... Ooh. Hey, what happened? The lights went out. Short circuit. Stop the car. I'm trying to. Hey, look out. Where? I can't see. You're right. The tree you'll smack right into. Oh, thanks. That was a close one. It's as black out there as a chimney sweeps derby. Moon ought to be up in four or five hours. Oh, fine. Anybody got any matches? I got one. What you want to do, Doc? Get out and look for a campsite. Good idea. I want to stretch my legs anyhow. Dark, ain't it? Hey, wait a minute. I think this is a sign here. Lucky thing I didn't drive a foot farther. I'd have smacked right into it. What does it say? Here, I'll strike a match. Holy smoke. Hey, get back, quick. We're right on the brink of something. On the brink of something? I mean, on the brink of nothing. Let's get in the car, quick. Which way is the car? I can't see my hand in front of my face. It's over that way, or, or this way. No, don't move, don't move. What a sign say, Johnny? What a say? It says... Dead Mule Point. I knew it. That's what happened to William Jennings Bryan, my old burro. Ate them flap cakes, kicked over the tent, and leapt right in the Grand Canyon of Utah. Right from this point. Great Scott, which way? Don't move, boys, or we'll all join him. Oh. Just stand still, Doc. The moon will be out in four or five hours. <laughs> Fibber and Molly will be right back. Jack Webb will be with you tomorrow night as he stars in Dragnet in his famous role of Sergeant Joe Friday, a quiet but relentless police detective. Joe Friday takes you step by step on the side of the law in a case history from official police files. Dragnet is the true documented account of your police force in action. Follow Joe Friday tomorrow night in an exciting story from crime to punishment in Dragnet. 
And, of course, there are two other fine mystery programs in store for you each Tuesday. One is Barry Craig, Confidential Investigator, starring William Gargan in the story of a private eye whose assignments mean danger and action. The other is Crime and Peter Chambers, with Dane Clark playing Peter Chambers, a sophisticated individual with a talent for solving murders and meeting beautiful girls. It's NBC tomorrow for Mystery with Dragnet, Barry Craig, and Crime and Peter Chambers. And remember, Lux Radio Theater is coming in September. Oh, I wish that moon had come up so we could find our way to the car. I'll gun it. The car can't be more than ten feet away. Hmm. I don't know which way, and I'm scared to move an inch. Me too. And am I stiff? Better set still, fellas. Long way down there. Hmm. I'm sitting in a pile of loose rocks here. I'll toss one in the canyon, and you can hear how deep it is. How do you know which way the canyon is? Natural-born sense of direction, son. way I'm facing, the canyon is right smack in front of me. Listen how long it takes this rock to fall down there. Well, what do you know? That's the car, right there. Dibs on the back seat. Oh, for the... Good night. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night when our three uranium hunters fight the mighty battle of man against the mountains. Will they find riches? Will they discover uranium? Will their feet hurt? Well, <laughs> tune in and see. Good night. Get behind the headlines to the heart of the news tonight on most NBC radio stations.